This is the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. Hey, 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 everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today for episode 49. So we're kicking off a new four-part series that we're calling Living Rent-Free. We're uh, stealing the Gen Z uh, slang word of of how things live rent-free in your mind. And this series is based off of a recent series that the church that we're a part of, Real Life Church in Valencia, California, they just recently did a series on the topic of mental health called Mastermind. And so you can view that series at reallifechurch.org or you can download the Real Life Church app on whatever platform you use to catch the series. Let me tell you, it was powerful, powerful series. And so what we're doing is we're just going to do a condensed version of that series for the podcast. Now, the premise of this series, Living Rent-Free, is that most of us, if we could have a level of honesty, would admit that possibly over the course of the last few years, we've struggled to keep our heads above the water. I mean, you just think about everything that we have dealt with in the last several years. And we're dealing with the ramifications, most importantly, from walking through a global pandemic that basically shifted our way of life almost overnight. I mean, it affected a lot of our financial situations, a lot of our parenting situations, uh, for some of us, our marital situations, our home life, and, you know, among other things. And many of us experience different outcomes when it comes to the pandemic. But I would say, and I would estimate, that the one area that we could all agree on, the one area that most of us, if not all of us, were affected, was in the area of our mind. Basically, our mental health became ground zero for the pandemic and all that we experience, right? So fear, anxiety, anger, and all the other overwhelming feelings shot up to extreme levels. In fact, it has gotten so bad that psychologists estimate that if the level of stress that we're experiencing now was experienced in 1960s or in the 60s, most of us, if we lived in the 60s, experiencing the level of stress we experience now would have been placed in a psychiatric hospital. I mean, just that just blows my mind. And so what ends up has what has ended up happening a lot is that we've been allowing things, allowing sometimes false perspectives and lies about who we are and what we are and how we are to live rent free in our minds. And we are finding that the thing about our life is that our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. Like if you were just to take a second and evaluate your life. Okay, look at your life and then look at your thoughts and put those like on the table to evaluate. I almost guarantee you that you would see that most, if not all your life, matches up with what you've been thinking. So, for example, if you have always are constantly thinking about the problems in your life, then I imagine that you're always finding problems in your life, right? And the opposite can be very true of that. And so I don't know about you, but I am tired of these negative, unhelpful, and sometimes untrue thoughts living rent-free in my mind. So let's do something about it. That's what this series is all about. Okay, so here's how I want to begin. I want to ask you a question, okay? So over the last few days or weeks, what have you been thinking about? Like if you could just evaluate what you've been thinking about. Like, like if we were to do a thought audit, okay, of your thoughts, where would you say your thoughts range in? Okay, think about this range. Uh, would, would your thoughts range in f- worried thoughts or peaceful thoughts? Like, are you thinking more about what isn't or the unknown versus what is and can be? Or how about this range? Are, have you noticed that your thoughts are more negative thoughts or positive thoughts? 
Like, are you are are you uh, are your thoughts critical thoughts about people and situations versus are you assuming the best about people or situations? Okay. Lastly, would you say that your thoughts are me first thoughts or God first thoughts? Like, are your thoughts focused on what benefits you versus what benefits God and others? You see, most of us assume that our thoughts are random and that we have little control over them. Like, we can't control when we have a negative thought or when we have worry thoughts. And and we never know when a positive or peaceful thought will pop up. But in fact, the opposite is true. We actually have the ability to control what we think and evict the thoughts we don't want in our minds. Now, remember. Again, our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And if we want to change our lives, we have to start by changing our thoughts. Like we can no longer allow unhelpful and untruthful thoughts to live rent-free in our minds. Now, before I get to some helpful instructions on how we can begin to do this, let me just say this, and I'll mention this in each of these uh, next episodes as well, too. I know that there are many of us who might be listening whose thought life is not as easily controlled by ourselves. Like, I want to acknowledge that there are imbalances in the brain that lead to clinical diseases like depression that can really make controlling your thought life difficult. And if that's you listening, I want you to know as you're walking through that, that that seeking professional help and medical expertise is 100% okay, okay? Like, it's literally okay to not be okay. And I want to encourage you to do that. And what I'm offering in these episodes is in no way meaning to replace that, but to come alongside and partner with that, okay? Now, with that being said, here's what I'm going to do. One of the most well-known writers of the New Testament, a guy by the name of Paul who wrote most of the New Testament, Um, wrote about this mind struggle that we experience. And he had some really interesting and helpful insights into how to deal with it. So Paul writes in his second letter to followers of Jesus who was living in a city called Corinth. Here's what he says. He says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You see, the way we take control of our minds is to tear down or demolish what Paul would call foolish arguments. So we tear down the lies and the negative thoughts that our minds tend to gravitate towards. And whatever is left over, whatever thoughts are still lingering, we make them obedient to Christ. Maybe a better way of putting it is we take those leftover thoughts and we put it up against what Jesus says about us. And if it doesn't match up, we make it match up by replacing it with the truth. What Paul is urging us to do is to take all the false assumptions that we've allowed ourselves to believe, all the lies that we've been told about ourselves or or the lies that we've told to ourselves, and we hold it up against the truth of what Jesus says about us. And if it doesn't match up, then we make those false thoughts obedient to the truth of Jesus. Now, let me give you some practical steps. These are in no way meaning that once you do these, your thought life is just going to be better. But they're just practical steps to begin the thought. And these are based off of Rusty George, who's the lead pastor at Real Life Church, uh, his message on replacing the strongholds for control of your minds. Here's a couple of thoughts he gave us. He said the first thing we have to do is identify the strongholds. Now, to begin the process of replacing the lies that we believe with the truth of what Jesus says about us and to us, we have to start by identifying the strongholds. Now, a stronghold is a fortified prison that has deceived us into thinking we can't break free. 
So basically, a stronghold is a lie. It's deception that we've come to believe is true. So thoughts like, uh, you know, I'll never be good enough or successful or successful enough, or God doesn't love me, uh, I'm unworthy of love by God, or I'm unworthy of love by others, or I can't trust anybody, and other statements that are like that are like strongholds. You see, when we have a thought, whether good or bad, our brain creates what are called neural pathways, which make which makes thinking that thought, again, easier. It's like our brain builds a pathway back to that thought, so when we want to think it again, it'll be easier the next time to find that thought. So the more we think a thought, the easier it is to think that thought over again. And if we think it enough, it becomes the default thought we go back to. So for example, if you tell yourself you don't, you don't have enough over and over again, well, you begin to create a pathway where it's easier to think that you're never going to have enough rather than believing that God is your source. And this thought will then lead to, you know, fear and anxiety, which can then impact your emotional and mental health, among other things. And as a result of that, you begin to make decisions based on that thought. So now you've created a negative neural pathway. So in order to change our thinking, we have to change the path that our thoughts travel on. And as we create new thoughts, we create new pathways to those thoughts. So What we do is we start by identifying the stronghold or the lie that's been holding us back. And you you have to be specific, okay? Hear me. You have to be specific. No general statements. No just like, you know, generalized statement that you, you have a stronghold. No, get specific with the stronghold. What's the one specific stronghold that you've been believing about yourself? And once you've identified it, You're going to do the second practical step, according to Rusty, and that's replace the stronghold with God's truth. Okay, it's not just about identifying the stronghold. Now we have to take that stronghold and replace it with the truth that Jesus speaks over us. You see, the stronghold of, you know, I'm not good enough, but there's truth that's found in Paul's letter to the Corinthians and the first letter he wrote. And he says that you are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. You see, the truth is that God sees your body good enough. He sees you as good enough. Or how about the stronghold? God could never use me. But the truth is that in Jeremiah 29, 11, the Lord says, for I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, while this verse isn't speaking speaking directly to us in this time of day, it nonetheless reminds us of God's promise over our lives to direct our steps. How about the stronghold of, you know, I have made too much of a mess in my life. There's no way God could use me. I've made too much of a mess in my life. But the truth is that in a letter to Roman followers of Jesus, Paul writes this. He says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Now, this is to help us understand that those of us who follow Jesus, even our worst is soil for God to plant good seeds. Let me say that again, that for those of us who follow Jesus, even our worst is soil for God to plant good seeds. How about the stronghold of, you know, I don't have what it takes. Like, I'm, I, it's not possible for me to do whatever it is God wants me to do. But the truth is, to a letter to Philippians who were following Jesus in the town of Philippi, Paul wrote again, 
I can do all of this through him who gives me strength. You see, when we surrender fully to God's will for our lives, we'll be able to accomplish all that God wants for us. Well, let me just clarify. It's not all that we want for us, but it's all that God wants for us. So over the next couple weeks, over the course of the next few weeks, I just want to encourage you to do these two things, okay? Identify the strongholds. Identify the lies that you've come to believe about yourself, the lies that you think you're not good enough or not worthy enough or can't be loved by God or can't be loved by others or can't trust anybody or you're, you can't do something. Identify those and then replace it with the truth that Jesus speaks over you. Why? Because remember, your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And what you allow to take up space in your mind What you allow to live rent-free will eventually flow out in your life, okay? So let's start by regaining control of our mind space by replacing those lies with good and helpful truth. Well, I want to thank you for listening today. And if this was helpful for you, would you do me a favor, a big favor, and share this with others? Also, I'd love it if you would provide a positive rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this because it will help this show reach more people. And that's what it's about. It's not about fame or popularity. This podcast is all about encouraging and inspiring every Christian to love Jesus and to live out their purpose in uncommon ways. Thanks for joining and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. For more information on today's topic, visit UncommonChristianPodcast.com.